The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile. Add friends. Upload video, audio, and photographic evidence. Discuss theories and techniques in the forum. Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. Everybody, welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd. Joining us is Jason Kupsik. You son of a bitch. Changing his picture right when I hit the record button. I just the, I had already changed the picture. I just I just uh, can't see it until until we do. Yeah, until we kill the video part of it. God. What this guy looks, guy? well, he looks like a, I don't know. Like, he's got a Bozo the Clown haircut. I know that. It's a mugshot. They're all, oh, you're really good at those. At finding those. I thought he looked like he could be a vampire. He does kind of look like a vampire. If I saw him. Maybe I, with like a, like I a, would, a coat with the popped collar. Like yeah. A, you know, the. Maybe it, like if I saw him, I would steer clear of him. Probably yeah. similar to, you know, me steering clear of a vampire. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'd probably keep my distance from this guy. He's got a really weird cheesy smile on. Like he looks. Yeah, it looks he, like he's pretty happy. Yeah, he looks like he's high on. as fuck. That's what he looks like. <laughs> he looks like he's baked out of his gourd, man. My God. So how the hell are you, man? Fucked. Just fucked. Your back's fucked. fucked. I went to the grocery store today. Oh, yeah? I just had to get a couple things. Good thing I had a cart because it held me up. Oh. And I probably look like I um, really had to shit myself. I don't know. <laughs> I was in... I was like in agony the whole time. Dude, you that can sucks. probably see it on my face. Oh my god, that's not cool, man. So, yeah. uh, what's the deal when you go into the dock? Gotta get insurance first. Oh fuck that that old it's chestnut. Coming. It's coming soon, but yeah, that old chestnut. That's always fun. Yeah. My god. Oh. It's ridiculous. What have you been doing? Um, so all day and the majority of the week has been spent on tour planning uh, for A Brush With Evil 2. And I'm, I put together a short, like 20 some odd minute, uh, I don't know what you would call it. It's almost like a sneak peek. Of a brush with evil one, the original movie we did, um, then we're going to show that we're going to show that um, right before we show a brush with evil two at all of these screenings. Um, so you know, people that might not have seen the first one, um, you know, they'll be able to get a a broad strokes synopsis of about what the fuck is going on, and then. It will usher them right into a brush with evil too, so it should be good, nice. man. But thanks to our good pal David Glidden, 
he got us in to a couple sexy little theaters over in his neck of the woods or down in his neck of the woods. Um, so we are literally adding Webb City, Missouri, and uh, so Joplin, the Joplin yeah. area. Um, the Route 66 Theater. I'm just going to plug. Yeah. yeah. So if you guys watch David's show, Haunting History, um, on YouTube, I think it was season two, episode five or something like that, they did this Route 66 Theater, which is where we're going to be showing a brush with evil too. And then right after we show the son of a bitch for a select few people, we're going to, uh, we're going to investigate that place at the same time. Nice. And then right after we're done with that, which I think that's like on a Monday, I'm, I'm pulling up my, my calendar here. It's going to be on like a Monday night, September 19th. That's when we're going to do that screening in Webb city, Missouri. I haven't even posted tickets for that yet. And then uh, Thursday, the 22nd, we're going to be um, in a place in Oklahoma, which I'm not going to speak about yet. Just ironing out the last details on that. What are you doing the first weekend of September? The first weekend of September. (laughs) You want to know what I'm doing? Yeah. I was asked very nicely by... Is it dance stuff? What's that? No. Is it? No. No. It, you know, it's weird because it kind of is because I was asked very nicely from somebody that I've known my entire life if I would um, bring my equipment, uh, like my, my soundboard and speakers specifically, and uh, if I would be kind enough to DJ her wedding reception. And like I said, they've been family friends so for a very long weekend? time. It's not all weekend. No, it's just Saturday night, the 3rd of September. That's what I'll be doing. So, yeah. I, I don't know. Fuck it. You know what I'll be doing? Two chicks at the same time, man. No, I got no <laughs> idea. What are you going to do? <laughs> I'm going to be drinking with Barry Fitzgerald. Oh, our pal Barry. Yeah. That son of a bitch. Irish Fest KC. Yeah, when does that uh, when does that kick off? It's the first weekend of September. So That's it's why I be asked. The second, third, and fourth. Yes. Well, it looks like I might have to make a trip down. Yeah. I might have to, buddy. I don't have any uh, exact things set up yet, but I know should, I'm going. Uh, so we should take him over to Big Rip, man. They would enjoy his presence there. They take a picture, put it on the wall. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's right up his alley. He would freaking dig that joint. Well, you. his alley is Jameson. Oh. I like the cut of his jib. <laughs> I mean, does it surprise you, though? Not at all. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, that'll be fun, man. That'll be you fun. drinking any uh, Big Rip right now? No, I'm not. Thanks for oh, rubbing that you in. you forgot your bottles. I forgot my bottles. I, yep, I forgot my bottles. Not a happy camper about it. Kind of a touchy subject. Don't want to talk about it. So I'm sitting over here. I'm sipping on Crystal Light. That's what I'm doing. You know, you could... What's that? Well, we don't need to talk about it on the air. But you can mail those <laughs> to me empty. It'll be cheap to ship. And I'll fill them up and bring them back up next time I come up. That would be cool. That would be cool. I think it's a good idea. How much does it cost for a refill? Seven bucks a bottle. That is insane. That is insane. I know one night I cracked open, what was it? The coffee? Mm-hmm. And um, I cracked that open. And throughout the course of one of our episodes, I don't remember which one it was. I'm pretty damn sure I made it through three-fourths of the bottle. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. They're about two and a half of their beers. Yeah. Like- but yeah, Which man. is pretty strong. You know, oh. it's pretty strong to begin with. Actually, I think one bottle is about three beers. It probably is. So. They're big, fat bottles. But it'll knock your uh, knock your donk in the dirt, if you know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, let's do this. Let's talk. 
Let's, what let's do chat. you know? You know what I want about vampires. What I know about vampires is, um, let's see. What do I know about vampires? Whatever Anne Rice has taught me. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, I know that you can't feed them after midnight. No, that's gremlins. Um, they sparkle in the sunlight. Nope. That's that's uh that's Twilight. I don't know much about vampires. So, to be quite honest with you, I don't. I, I know earlier, like I know there's so much lore dating yeah. back God knows how long about vampires. So anyway, continue. So earlier today I had messaged you debating with myself really because you weren't answering. Yeah, sorry to, dude. It, I know. Okay. I was a shady prick all day. We should put it off because I put the word out to some people that claim to be vampires to see if they could come on the show. That would have been awesome. But since I already put it out there, we yeah. still might happen. That still might happen. But since we already put it out there that we were going to do this this week, sure. I decided to go ahead and just stick with it. Yeah, man. Honestly, though, that will make for a really kick-ass, um, a kick-ass interview. Because I'm interested. You know what I'm saying? Like, do these people... Who are claiming to be vampires? Do they? I mean, the obvious question: Do they drink blood? Actually, most of them do. Okay, now where do they acquire? We'll get in. We'll get okay, we'll get there. We'll get. We'll there. get into that a little bit about at least the ones that I could find. Okay, that I could that would actually how I could request an interview from was would be what they call modern vampires. Right, and that's what I would uh, love to get into. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get into that. But okay. first, I thought, for the sake of it, I would pull up the wiki, yes, and see what they have to say about what a vampire is. Okay. And this all this is all folklore stuff, of course. Yeah, but it's sexy. It says a vampire is a being from folklore who subsists by feeding on the life essence mm. of the living. Ooh. All right. Now, it does have in parentheses that's generally in the form of blood. Right. But it could be other things. Like plasma? Plasma (laughs) or um, tears. Ooh. Uh, I think that they're learning to is like emotions. Um, Wow. All right. In European folklore, vampires were undead beings that often visited loved ones and caused mischief or death. So most people out there already know all this stuff. Like right. The folklore, you know, with the... Yeah, the, the crosses. Stab, stab to the heart. And, yeah, stake to the heart, crosses, garlic. So you said you didn't know much about them. Oh, come you, on. You know. Everybody knows that. Come Everybody on. Everybody knows right, that. Right, right. Now there was also some folklore in it. I correct me if I'm wrong. Back in the day, and I mean I'm still talking way back in the day. Did they or did they not have to be invited into your home? I mean, that's a theory that, that was, there okay. was out there. Okay. Cuz I'm like I've um, heard that as well. But Yeah. Yeah. So in modern times, however, the vampire is generally held to be a fictitious entity, although belief is similar vampiric creatures such as the chupacabra still persists in some cultures. Yeah. Says the so, charismatic and sophisticated vampire of modern fiction was born in 1819 with the publication of The Vampire by John Polidori. The story was highly successful and arguably the most influential vampire work of the early 19th century. However, it is Bram Stoker's 1897 novel, Dracula, which is remembered as the quintessential vampire novel and provided the basis of the modern vampire legend. Which have, have you, you read? I, mean, I was just going to ask you that. Have you read that? I haven't read it. I've, I've read seen the movie. Well, yeah, I've seen the movie too. Um, I have read um, portions and excerpts of uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, just because um, if you ever buy like a tablet or anything like that, and you get like a Nook or or Amazon, whatever, 
uh, like Kindle. Um, it's a free download. That book is a free download basically across the board, no matter where you yeah. go. So, you know. I have so many other books to read. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, so here's some more from the wiki. It's the description and common attributes. It is difficult to make a single definitive description of the folkloric vampire, though there are several elements common to many European legends. Vampires were usually reported as bloated in appearance and ruddy purplish or dark in color. Damn, man. These characteristics were often attributed to the recent drinking of blood. Yeah. Indeed, blood was often seen seeping from the mouth and nose when one was seen in the shroud or coffin and its left eye was often open. Yep. It would be clad in a linen shroud it was buried in and its teeth, hair, and nails may have grown somewhat, though in general fangs were not a feature then. Although vampires were generally described as undead, some folk tales spoke of them as living beings. Damn. I mean, there's so much stuff on vampires. Oh, yeah, dude. Crazy shit. Now, shit, I'm trying to think here. What what was the, uh, the lore about when they were buried, when people were buried, if they were ever um, assumed to be a vampire or anything like that, they would put up iron gates basically around. Uh, that, well, that was part of it. I okay. mean, that was generally a thought of undead, not necessarily just vampires. Just undead in general. Yeah, zombies or nice. any, any kind of undead. Now, they did have some... Actually, is a recent thing on Discovery Channel that they talked about it, but um, people during the plague that had yeah. died and were buried, you know, they had mass graves. And when new people died, when they had a bunch more people to bury, they would dig up the mass graves and just dump people on top of them and then cover it back up. Right, right. So they'd be uncovering these dead bodies. And if they had what looked like a black substance coming out of their nose after being dug back up, they thought they were vampires, and they thought the vampires is what caused the Black Plague. Wow. So what they would do is they would shove a brick in that person's throat. A brick? Even though they're dead. Yeah, just so they couldn't... uh, Apparently they thought that that was to keep them from coming back and attacking people. But the Discovery Channel just did an expose like a couple of years ago where they actually found one of these pits with all these, you know, giant mass grave. And they actually found a woman that had a brick shoved in her throat. Damn, dude. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's amazing. So here's some um, stuff about creating vampires. Oh, okay. The causes of vampiric generation were many and varied in original folklore. In Slavic and Chinese tradition, any corpse that was jumped over by an animal, particularly a dog or a cat, was feared to become one of the undead. Wow. A body with a wound that was had not been treated with boiling water was also at risk. In Russian folklore, vampires were said to have once been witches or people who had rebelled against the Russian Orthodox Church while they were alive. This Cultural, is nuts. Go ahead. No, I was just saying this is nuts. Yeah. Keep going. Cultural practices often arose that were intended to prevent a recently deceased loved one from turning into an undead revenant. Burying a a corpse upside down was widespread, as was placing earthly objects such as scythes or sickles near the grave to satisfy any demons entering the body or to appease the dead so that it would not wish to arise from his coffin. 
This method resembles the ancient Greek practice of placing an obelisk in the corpse's mouth to pay the toll to cross the river Styx in yeah. the underworld. Wow. It has been argued that instead the coin was intended to ward off any evil spirits from entering the body. This may have influenced later vampire folklore. It says the tradition persists in modern Greek folklore, such as, or about the, I can't pronounce that word, in which a wax cross and piece of pottery with the inscription, Jesus Christ conquers, were placed on the corpses to prevent the body from becoming a vampire. Huh. Other methods commonly practiced in Europe included severing the tendons at the knees or placing poppy seeds, millet, or sand on the ground above the gravesite of a presumed vampire. This was intended to keep the vampire occupied all night by counting the falling grains, indicating the association of vampires with arrhythmomania. Arrhythmia? No, it's not arrhythmia. What? It's arrhythmomania. That's sexy. That's the um, compulsion of. They spoofed this in the in the X Files. Actually, the original really? series. There's a little kid who's got red, freckled hair. I can't remember what sh- what show he was on. Yeah, he was on another. You know, on a couple other shows. Oh, he was the catcher in um, Sandlot. Nice. He's a vampire in the X-Files. That's hot. And Mulder, the way Mulder gets away from him is by spilling a bunch of um, sunflower seeds on the ground that he has to pick up one by one. And count. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Similar Chinese narratives state that if a vampire-like being came across a sack of rice, it would have to count every grain. This is a theme encountered in myths from the Indian subcontinent as well as in South American tales of witches and other sorts of evil or mischievous spirits or beings. I wonder what the purpose is to counting the the you know the grains of rice or the sunflower seeds or, or the poppy seeds or what have you. I don't know. It's just a compulsion. Shit, I guess. I guess it comes over them. Um, in Albanian folklore, the damp pure is the hybrid child of a werewolf-like creature with an iron male shirt or the water-dwelling ghost or monster. The Damphir sprung from... God, this thing is just full of crazy words. <laughs> has the unique ability to discern... Car cancel? <laughs> wow. Uh, from the derives... The expression that whole thing doesn't make sense. I think it's in a different language. That's awesome. <laughs> they wrote it in <laughs> Greek. It's fine. So, what's some of the other things that you could think of about a vampire off the top of your head? Oh, well, the garlic stuff. I remember that. The stake to the heart crap. I remember that. Um, I do remember, like, uh, when I, the first time I saw. Uh, interview with a vampire. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, of course. Okay. And I was like, fuck, this is a phenomenal movie. Um, but it was awesome to me that, you know, there's, uh, what was that actor's name? Christian Slater? I yes. think is interviewing, is it, it's Brad Pitt is who he's interviewing, I believe. And, uh, He's the vampire or whatever. But um, he's like, well, so, you know, like get a crucifix or something like that. And you're going to like, you know, shy away. And it's kind of funny because he's just standing there and he's like, actually, I'm quite fond of crucifixes. It's like dismissing all of this lore. It it was very, it was awesome. It was really cool. I just liked it. I think there's so much lore out there that they all contradict themselves anyways. Yeah, oh, absolutely. But that that was another big one, was they cannot be out during the daylight hours. Like, Mm -hmm. daylight would, uh, sunlight specifically, would hurt them. 
Or kill them. Or, or kill them. them, right. Or, yeah, they right. catch fire. Yeah. So there's so much, like, so much lore out there when it comes to, to vampires, man. So here's, this is from Wiki as well. It's okay. identifying vampires. Oh, okay. So, but you already mentioned um, before that they appeared bloated. Yeah, a little this, gassy. Well, th- that was little gassy. Uh, a period that was bodies that. Um, well, yeah, I mean, this was bodies that were inanimate, laying down. I think these were ones that you thought you couldn't tell if they were dead or alive. Okay. Well, here's the um, problem with that: like bodies have a natural tendency to bloat, especially before we started, you know, embalming them. Yeah. I mean, that's anything that's dead. So, fuck yeah. <laughs> Everybody's yeah, so going to be a vampire. Uh, <laughs> here's some but, other stuff. Okay. Uh, many elaborate rituals were used to identify a vampire. One method of finding a vampire's grave involved leading a virgin boy Ooh. through the graveyard or church grounds on a virgin stallion. Stallion. The horse would supposedly balk at the grave in question. Wow. Generally, a black horse was required, though in Albania it should be white. So it depends on what country you're in. This is amazing. Holes appearing in the earth over a grave were taken as a sign of vampirism. Huh. Corpses thought to be vampires were generally described as having a healthier appearance than expected. Plump and showing little or no signs of decomposition. I love that word, plump. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) That's all right. In some cases, when suspected graves were opened, villagers even described the corpse as having fresh blood from a victim all over its face. Evidence that a vampire was active in a given locality included death of cattle, sheep, relatives or neighbors, but not yourself, apparently. Relatives or neighbors. (laughs) Folkloric vampires could also make their presence felt by engaging in minor poltergeist-like activity, such as hurling stones on roofs or moving household objects and pressing on people in their sleep. Interesting. That's another thing. That's like that's like the night hag that we've discussed before. Yeah, and I don't know why it popped into my head there. Um, another thing that we were forgetting. They're generally thought to not have a reflection in mirrors. That was another one. Yup. Hell yeah. So there is a website out there. Yeah. And it is www.vampirewebsite.net. There are other ones, too. They compete against each other in, in, in a way. Wow. And they um, all the, there's all these different websites. They have little differences. But they're supposed to be all about real modern vampires. And which ones are real and which ones are not. I guess they fight back and forth. But there's actually still covens around and... And there's what like there's a big one down in New Orleans. There's one I would believe that in London. There's a couple of other ones in the states. Um, I uh, I met some crazy cats. Yeah, in, in New Orleans, absolutely, I did. So they have a page on their website titled "How to Find a Real Vampire." Nice. And I'll just go through. Yeah, is there a checklist? They, well, it's not necessarily a checklist. It's more of um, a general list of attributes of vampire, a real vampire would have. Love so it. let me let me back up real quick before I read this. So their definition is a little bit different than um, folklore definition of a vampire. Okay. They believe it's a real medical condition that they have, that their body needs blood to be fully able to live their life spoiler alert to be fully aware you know fully um 
Oh, I see what you're saying. I was going to say, they, yeah, they you need blood to fucking live. That's just yeah, kind no. of a prereq. <laughs> just saying. Um, <laughs> some drink blood. There's a whole other class of what they call psychic vampires that feed off of people's psychic energy. I've heard of these people. Um, I'm not that. That's not what this website is. Okay. Though. I'm like I've heard this of these people. This website is. Um, they believe that they're an actual. They have an actual medical reason to ingest blood. They don't have like fangs. They don't have. They don't bite. They well, they will bite if somebody will let them feed off them. But you they, fucking you know, bit they me. don't like. Um. They don't burn in the sun. None of the folklorist things right. affect them to the point of being killed. Now, a lot of them say, well, you know, I'm really sensitive to the sun. Stuff like that. So I'll go through what their, this website's common attributes of yeah. a real vampire are. Okay. It says, there will be a dark colored ring around the iris of their eye. Oh. Now, if I think about this, uh-huh. most people have this, actually. Right. It's just a whatever whatever color their eyes are, usually around the, around the outer edge of it, it's a little bit darker. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. Uh, it says, there is generally a noticeably different color surrounding the pupil. So... Huh. Their, their eyes change around. My wife has that. She doesn't believe she has that. My wife is somewhat <laughs> colorblind. Oh, um, I see, I see. But when her pupils are small, not dilated, when they're small, yeah, there's a, a ring of almost a light brown. Wow. But her eyes are blue. That's awesome. Um, she doesn't believe it's there. <laughs> Why? Well, both me and my daughter have seen it. So sure. Um. Anyways, a. I think my color, my my eyes have like three or four different colors in them. People get lost in my eyes. I get lost in your eyes. <laughs> I've been told that before. I don't know. I can't get lost in my own eyes. I'm so. telling you right now. I'll be staring at the mirror all day long. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Just gonna stare here. Um, okay. So where are we? Oh yeah, a real vampire's breathing will be slightly shallow at all times except for when they are extremely excited or upset. So their normal resting breathing is more shallow, apparently. Okay. A real vampire's heart rate usually will match the person's heart rate and speed that is next to them while they are sleeping or during sex. Wow. This may be something that actually happens no matter what. It could. This it might be some kind of could. rhythm. I don't know. Sure. I don't know. Um, they will be able to change your moods and feelings to however they are feeling at the time they are around you. Usually done without the vampire knowing that it's happening. Babies and cats are very sensitive to this effect. So that wow. almost sounds like a reverse empathic ability. Yeah, basically. Damn. Whenever you even glance at them, a real vampire will know that you are looking at them. Usually knowing as you're turning your eyes to look at them, even if all you are doing is glancing around the room, this automatically causes them to look right at you at the same exact moment that you are looking at them. You will think that they are staring at you Usually causes nervousness. Don't be nervous. A real vampire can't help it. And if you walk to your, if you talk to your friends, they will think you are being stared at nonstop as well, <laughs> which you know is impossible. Oh my! No God. one can stare at multiple people at the same time, let alone or a whole room of people. So it says every, no matter how many people are in the room, they all think that the vampire is staring at them. It's amazing. Huh. This is their aura will usually have a heavy, thick, dark feel to it. Real vampires, even if they are energy users, don't tend to sense this from other real vampires half as well as normal people do. 
Um, it says their aura will have dark clouds of energy in it. Uh, it says my best friend, which is a very strong energy user, non-vampire, yeah. has told me the guy that's writing this believes he's a vampire. So uh-huh. I'll just get that out of the yeah. Um, has told me that all chakras in my aura, color-wise, oddly appear to be in absolute perfect health, even when he knows that I am sick. Sickness will happen in real vampires usually as often as it will in a person. Just they don't stay as sick for long as he or he has noticed this in other real vampires as well. <sighs> Most real vampires take an ass on aspects of the animal that they admire the most. You gotta this be in- fucking kidding me. Okay, keep going. <laughs> this includes strong mental traits as well as some subtle physical features whenever type whatever type of animal this happens to be will react differently when around a real vampire generally first reaction is an, is awareness and confusion slash curiosity followed by a sort of mix between how they react to a human and other animals like them 99% of the time reacting in a, a quick friendship. So you can be friends with your animals that you love so much. <laughs> uh, if holding eye contact with them, or if holding eye contact with them, either them in person or a picture, where they are staring at the camera for a few seconds or more, you will begin to feel an odd effect where it is harder than normal to look away as well as odd pushing or pulling feeling against you with the most likely effect of a cloudy white energy look distorting everything else in your eyesight while looking in their eyes for a short time. So I did say that people get lost in my eyes. That's right. (laughs) Maybe I'm a vampire. Yeah, I'm like, what are you not telling me, buddy? (laughs) Damn it. It says their, their nails are like glass. Yet very, very strong. Um, Real vampires will always be able to find a shadow and will prefer to stand in the shadow as opposed to the sun. Doesn't sound too abnormal until they start finding shadows in the middle of the night and prefer to be in those shadows as well. Also, when accidentally banging their hand, elbow, shin, leg, etc. on a hard object... They will only say ouch for show or out of habit if they think someone saw it happen or to appear normal. They're getting pretty fucking detailed with this. (laughs) When in actuality, (laughs) they felt no pain at all. They didn't even know it happened, minus knowing that the body part touched something. So he's now saying that modern day vampires don't feel pain. (sighs) I wonder if you kicked a modern day vampire in the sack. If they would feel pain, I don't know. That's a question we can ask when we I get them on there. It's very yeah. Um, I see. Okay, here's the deal. Because right now I'm I'm in this cynical type of of poo pooing everything now. Yeah. Well, there's because four I just, more things on this. Okay, I'm just saying like we need to before I go and just poo poo everything. Like we need to have somebody on here that we can actually have like a conversation with. Yeah. Because that would be freaking fascinating. Well, there's a thing on here that's uh, how do you figure out if you're a vampire? Which some of the things are different than this, so I don't know uh, where he's going with it. But I'll read the last four here. So It says their bedroom will usually be the coldest and darkest room in the house. Okay. Electronics that are around a real vampire often such as watches, computers, MP3 players, cell phones, and other electronics tend to malfunction in really odd ways. Okay. Real vampires tend to be very charismatic to some while having the complete opposite effect on other people. Really? Real vampires tend to be extremely sensitive to sunlight or other bright lights, resulting in discomfort in most cases of migraine. Oh, I see. But nothing about catching on fire. So, do you know anybody combusting. that fits that? You know, it's it's odd. Um, 
I I guess like yeah, when you were reading some of those things, like some you know certain people or whatever that I'm not going to mention here or whatever, but they you know they sprung to mind. Um, especially like when you were talking like the eyes and things of that nature. I I don't know them well enough to say whether or not they're a vampire or not. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's you know what I mean. Um, I don't know, dudes like you and I, we meet people. Excuse me, we meet people all the time, and pe- a lot of a lot of uh, odd people sometimes. Oh yeah, I mean it just comes with the territory, you know. We we do meet odd people. We meet a lot of fucking cool people though, you know, mm. a lot of cool people. And yeah, there's some people out there that are just you know, eh. <laughs> but you just I don't know, I don't know, man. God. I'm thinking. So, the, uh, there's also, like I said, a list of how to know if you are a real vampire. I don't think I am. And some of this stuff is different. And I don't know if I'll read through all of it, but I'll read part of it to yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. If people out there are wondering if they are a vampire. So, this would be like the, uh, the do it yourself, um, self check breast exam. Or uh, checking your your stuff for testicular cancer, the self checks that you can do. It's like that. Yeah, Only it's to figure out if you're a vampire. So the very first thing, and it doesn't make sense to me. So, um, <laughs> I'm apparently I'm not a vampire, but it says if you can relate to this quote, don't take waste your time reading any further, because you are definitely not a real vampire. You are, on the other hand. A classic case of Reinsfeld syndrome, whatever the hell that is. So it says, this is a quote. I didn't draw blood at first, but I did get an overwhelming feeling. I have nothing. One nothing? Second. It doesn't mean anything to Just you? Just a second. Just a second. Spell, spell the Reinsfeld thing. R-E-I-N-F-E-L-D-S syndrome. Here we go. That might Clini- be somebody so, that wants yeah, to here be we a go. Vampire. Clinical vampirism, more commonly called Reinsfeld syndrome or Reinfeld syndrome, is an obsession with drinking blood. Okay, so they're pointing that to somebody that drinks blood. That just drinks blood. And they're not a vampire. Now, this here, go ahead. Just go ahead. Keep it, Keep going, please. Okay, so one, you, do you have unusually pale skin? You don't have to be white to be pale. If yes, then cook up one or two, depending on the sm- size, small rare steaks. <laughs> if by the time you're done enjoying the second one, you have new pinkish color throughout your body that you haven't had in a while, read no further. You're a real vampire. Humans can't digest blood, let alone get color from it. Real uh. vampires do. Huh. Two, have you ever been told by professionals that you are lucky you survived an accident with only a few scratches or cuts? Yeah. Three, you are naturally strong with magic, or you are a naturally strong magic slash energy user, self-taught or self-realized. As a kid, oh, four, as a kid... Were you the strongest, smartest, or quickest kid in the class? And around 16 years of age, maybe all three. So they come from it as you're born with this. You're not turned. God. Um, Five. Did your dad disappear from your life while you were at a young age? Dude, that's like whatever. (laughs) Says note, 52% of vampires out of a large range of vampires have answered yes to this question. This includes people who believe they are real vampires, however, may not really be one. Um, Okay, anyways. Six. Do people often tell you that you look very young for your age or that you would have never guessed how old you or that they would never have guessed how old you are? Seven. Are you extremely energetic at night, but around the time the sun comes up, become extremely tired? It's because you've been up all night. (laughs) Eight. 
Are you slightly quicker healed than most? Nine. Do you have an unusually high tolerance to alcohol and other poisons? Well, I get... uh... (laughs) Ten. Do you tend to switch between very social and antisocial frequently? Eleven. Do you rarely get sick? Or when you get sick, does your body recover quicker than most people? Twelve. Are your six senses more enhanced than most other people? 13. Do you have extremely good vision in the dark? How many times has someone said, it's too dark, they can't see you, you while you were doing something like reading? Boom, that's me. Okay. I, a lot of times when I go hiking at night, I don't use a flashlight. And even when the sun's not up, I, well, even... Uh, even on like investigations, I'll go sneak around without a flashlight. Yeah. Um, the guys in my group have always said that I have night vision because I'd like to like sneak off while yeah. they didn't notice and then scare them later. So uh, one time I was out in the woods hiking with Giano and Brad, and I had walked that trail so many times that I could do it in the dark, like complete dark. Sure. Um, I probably I just took off <laughs> and I was probably 150 yards ahead of them and I I hid behind a tree and I could hear them nice. coming and th- as they were getting closer they start to think maybe he's going to jump out and scare me they started throwing yeah. rocks into the woods at random places I could hear them <laughs> I jumped out Brad flew at least three feet up in the air that's so funny. funny but yeah um, I can see very well in the dark. Actually, I have very good reading, like, vision anyways. Most of the time, for example, when I'm driving down a highway, I can read a sign a lot further than most other people. I cannot could. do that. I cannot do that. So, I pulled something up here, by the way. Yeah. Um, more on this, you know, Rhinesfield uh, Syndrome or clinical vampirism, okay? Mm -hmm. And there's one constant that I've been noticing here, and all of these different... uh, They're psychology articles, okay? That's what I'm reading. Yeah. Okay. So, Rhinesfield syndrome, clinical vampirism, uh, it's a type of schizophrenia or paraphilia, which is sexual arousal, okay? Oh, sexual arousal with blood? This is what I'm saying. Like, I have noticed, though, that there... Yeah, we know this. Vampires are sexy as hell, okay? We get it. There isn't... like, But there is an air about I saw them. some pictures of these people that claim to be vampires. They were definitely not sexy. Not sexy, but in their own heads. Damn it, they're <laughs> sexy. But here, the name Reinfeld for, the dis- for this uh, disease was chosen because of a character in Bram Stoker's Dracula novel published in 1887 for those of you keeping score at home uh, the character Reinfeld in, in Dracula was an individual who started by eating flies he had the belief that he would gain their life force if he consumed them then he started feeding these flies to spiders and birds for the purpose of then eating them as well and gaining the life force it is for this reason that Rhinesfield Syndrome was named after the character. So individuals who suffer from this syndrome believe that they are consuming power and strength, like Jason was suggesting earlier, life force by drinking blood. Now, there are stages. Oh, my God. There is some... The, <laughs> I'm sorry. The stages... I am never going to be able to pronounce, and I do apologize. But anyway, the first stage is where uh, Rhinesfield Syndrome sufferer drinks his or her own blood. Technical term for this odd behavior is autohemophagia, autohemophagia, or autovampirism. The afflicted individual will cut him or herself in order to do this. Now, the, eventually, then. One's own blood doesn't seem to be enough. Uh, 
overwhelming need. And the next stage, to seek out animals or to eat or just drink their blood, which is zoophagia. A technical term for eating animals. Um, The sufferers often go to a slaughterhouse or a butcher to, to purchase the blood. Now, the third and final stage is then what's considered the vampirism stage. The ultimate blood feeding is done on other humans. This stage can become dangerous. No shit. Suffering may... Uh, sufferers may steal blood from a clinic, hospital, which is exactly, by the way, what I was thinking. I'm like, they're knocking over, like, fucking Red Cross or whatever. But uh, uh, they may attack... And drink the blood then of humans. So, so I, how do these people? They're people that real vampire, not, not the people dude, that, um, no. not they, the people that have the syndrome. Okay. The doctors. The That's what I'm saying, dude. These psychologists are studying this more and more now because they are saying this is a real type of schizophrenic type behavior here and this needs to be addressed like they are saying um that this is a this is becoming a problem so much in fact that more people are looking into this and studying this i mean literally devoting their lives to finding these answers that we have here this is amazing stuff um well, damn it, I wanted to be a vampire. So, yeah, go to, like, realclearscience.com and shit like that. Uh, uh, PS, and then psmag.com, um, wisegeek.org, Huffington Post. Oh, fuck her. Psychology Today. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, go to, like, web websites like that. Um, like, Psychology Today is, like, uh, Vampire Personality Disorder. I mean, different things of that nature, but it was—it's interesting. It's absolutely interesting because they're saying this is an actual, a thing. It's a form of schizophrenia, schizophrenic behavior, I should say. So, the, there is a possibility that yeah. they're wrong. Yes, doctors get stuff wrong all the time. That's why they call it a practice. Yeah, because shit and goes these shit goes wrong. Need, yeah, yeah, it's crazy if you're going out attacking people. Yes. People like this website here and some of the other ones I saw, they don't do that. Right. They only take a little bit at a time every now and then. They say it makes them feel better, whether it's in their head or not. It might be psychosomatic. Um, yeah, I can see I would, if, you're, I would if you're attacking people or going out in the woods chasing down animals, you probably have a problem. Now, look, I want to be very clear here, Okay. It may seem like, yes, I'm poo-pooing all of this stuff. And, you know, you know I'm joking or laughing or having a good time. However, I, I, I will say that right out the gate, yes, it does seem that all of this shit would be psychosomatic type behavior. Right? So, yeah. No, but said- here, the only reason I say this is because I've never met a vampire. I've never met one. Well, you also don't want to. Because I know you don't want to live longer than... You actually don't even want to live a full life. No, not really. I'm pretty. I'm pretty much just gonna. So you don't want to believe that it's like even these people say that they don't live much longer than humans. So they do think that they live longer, though. Really? Uh, they're not. None of these people are claiming to be. None of none well, of them are claiming I saw, immortality. I saw some of them. There's a few of them that claim to be a couple hundred years old. Oh, but the ones that run these websites about this stuff that I'm reading about or right reading off here. Yeah. They're they're not claiming to be that. They're claiming that they're born that way and it's just a medical condition that they have. They call themselves vampires because they don't have anything else to call themselves. Well, that makes sense. They might be fucking crazy. Well, I just Actually, don't believe most it. Most of this stuff sound crazy on here. It does sound crazy. That's so, why like I'm saying have- like I just don't understand it. Yeah, it sounds fucking Bat crap, caca, duty shit, crazy. They have a but, website that says how to get blood. They have a map thing that shows you any state you want to look at, um, where the closest uh, vampire friendly bar is. Stuff like that. Vampire friendly. Yeah, so I actually looked and I didn't write it down. Let me look yep. on here. Please do. Um, <laughs> hey, come on. 
vampire-friendly bars. They have stuff about actual slayers, vampire slayers. So are they the the vampire-friendly blood or the the vampire-friendly bars? Are they are they serving chilled cans of of true blood? I'm look. I'm I'm looking. I'm just fucking saying. Uh, I'm trying to find the page here. I don't. Oh. How to get blood? How do you get it? Let's see what they say. You know, if somebody were to look at your search history, on <laughs> I'm not I'm just for that. it's just the website. <laughs> yeah, um, but god damn, man. <laughs> oh, I did read this one. They have um, so. <laughs> they have different bloods and which ones are safe and which ones aren't, and they include animals. So, oh. chicken is not safe. It's uh, but they do give a description of how they all taste. Uh. It's not safe because you know if you eat raw chicken, you can get whatever salmonella yeah. and all that. So, yeah. but it says it, it tastes like very watered down blood. Okay, uh, turkey is not safe. Just slightly less of a watered down blood than chicken blood. Duck, and this this guy has tried this Duck. because he says I remember it as tasting a lot milder than lamb's blood, otherwise the same. Wow, bison, bison, very yeah, very sweet taste. The only problem is the chalky aftertaste. Uh-huh. Cow oh, tastes like human blood, but stronger, not in the good vampire kind of strong. But has a boulder-like taste. It is the seventh. Oh, I'm reading these backwards, but it's, this is in the seventh place. So, deer. So the, I, these are I'm reading in, starting at the low end, and the better stuff as I get to the end. Are you still there? Yeah. I heard a weird noise. That was me screaming. What were you screaming about? So I'm sitting here and I'm listening to you, and I'm commenting and I'm doing my thing. Mm-hmm. And I see something drop down right in front of my face. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Giant spider. Oh, did you get it? Fuck yeah, I killed it. But I go, ah! <laughs> All right, I'll continue. Yeah, please. Deer. Think of it as Ugh. a middle ground between cow and human blood. Pig. Not safe. Ugh. It has a very rich, good taste. However, due to the risk of getting a tapeworm from consuming any part of a pig that's not fully cooked, definitely not recommended. <laughs> Lamb. <laughs> Got a bunch of vampires with itchy butts. <laughs> <laughs> Lamb. Tastes like human blood, but milder. Wow. Damn. So they have the top three are all different types of human blood. Like... Okay. Okay, so three. Human. Tastes like human blood. (laughs) I don't know why they bothered to put that in there, but it says, the best way to get a willing donor for human blood is to find an emo. emo." You gotta be shitting me. (laughs) It says, make sure that they are legal age as in 18 years old and give them a sterile, never been used before razor. People talk bad about emos, but truth is they don't care about cutting themselves. And they like the attention that a real vampire wanting that blood will give to them. And people try to practice the ever-important safety precautions to make sure you don't get any blood-borne diseases. So the Um, vampires are wearing gloves now. Well, they do say in here that if, if at all possible, you should try to get them tested. Oh Jesus! There's actually four different, um, four so, different human ones here. So the next human one is human energy worker, somebody that's like psychic or you know they yeah. have good energy work. Yeah. Tastes like human blood, but sweeter, kind of like pomegranates. Oh, for God's sake! And then they have the classification human slash real vampire. So apparently they drink their own blood. Yeah. Uh, tastes like human blood, but much stronger and fuller. Just plain and simple, more to it. The number one thing is virgin blood. Why? 
says, yes, people, the legends are true. Comparing the blood to any other kind of human blood is like comparing sirloin steak to hamburger. This has this is its own category. If wow. you're lucky enough to find a willing donor that is a legal age of consent, let her or him stay a virgin for as long as they want. Actually, even if you're dating them, try to get them to remain a virgin for as long as possible. Fucking yikes, man. <laughs> That's just... I don't know. <sighs> Are you going to go drink some blood? Just no. To try this? Me no. Either. I can't do it. I can't bring myself to do it. I'm trying to find the list of bars because there was one in Mount Vernon, Iowa. <laughs> you know where that's at? Yeah, I think so. You found one, though? I'm looking for the where it's at. Um, I have to check this shit out. They go in. They have a whole section on vampire jokes. They have a Telling your friends that you are a vampire help section. Uh, approaching a real, real vampire and telling them that you know that they're a real vampire. Um, yeah, is there like a secret handshake? Or, no, or- it basically says that um, if you think they're a real vampire, just ask them and they'll most likely tell you. Just be like, hey, um, hey, I don't mean to be a bother. They have uh, a warnings page that talks about drinking too much blood and getting like an iron toxicity built up in your system (sighs) oh right here vampire friendly bars and clubs so I'm going to they have them all over they listed all over the world okay I'm gonna click on Iowa here hit me Uh, Mount Vernon is that the only one the Aphelion Mount Vernon, Iowa. It says every first and third Sunday are the vampire friendly days. So 109 First Street West, Mount Vernon, Iowa. What goes on on Vampire Friendly Day? They're just vampire friendly, it doesn't say. But yeah, you can just click on your state and see. Let's see. You would think that there'd be a lot of them up in Alaska. Oh, none. Zero. What about... Uh, let's, uh, let's, let's check the California. Okay. California has... It looks like 20 different cities listed. Okay. What about uh, what about Missouri? Check Missouri. Missouri. Anything in the power and, power and light district there? That- uh, no, but there <laughs> is one in St. Louis. So ah. We'll have to ask three girls about that. That's have to right. Make a note on there. There's three, four of them in St. Louis. Oh, shit, man. There's Requiem, Revolution, Rapture, and Der Streak. Damn. Der Streak. Let's click on it. Oh, they do have a bunch of more info. Okay. So. Oh, they call, these are the names of the events. Uh, the name of the club is called Magnolia Um, third Monday of the month no cover wear black but no specific dress code drinks three to five dollars club description new wave to put you into motion emo to tear your heart out dead sexy Uh. music for the black and soul industrial electro and goth ambient to it is all blended and woven together to move your body and your emotions. Club DJ is DJ Grimm. Ooh. And then they give you the website and all that stuff. So that website is vampirewebsite.net. Find a club near you and go meet someone. Here's the deal. If you are listening to this show and you are uh, a vampire, we're not really trying to make fun of you. It's just no, all sounds I a want to fucking talk to you. I want yes. to talk to you, and I want to have you explain this to me in your own words, not us reading from from uh, websites, you know, and things of that nature. I want to hear 
from an actual vampire in their own words this lifestyle that either they have chosen for themselves or has chosen them in some way, shape, or form. I don't know. I want to know. This is fascinating me right now. So I got to know. If you guys are a vampire, or even, how about this? Even if you know somebody who is a vampire, 913-730-7255, or you just email us, ectoplasmshow at gmail.com, uh, if you go to ectoplasmshow.com, um, oh. all that information is there as well. What's up, buddy? I was reading through the jokes. Yeah. Um, and they started out like silly little like kids jokes like, uh, <laughs> why is it a bad thing to tell a vampire to get a life? Uh, because they might decide to take yours. Uh, how many vampires does it take to change the light bulb? Zero. None of them need it. Oh uh, stuff like that. But then you get to number six. It's a little like rhyme. Um, there once was a vampire ma- named Mabel whose period was notoriously stable. Oh. So one night in June, she sat with a spoon and drank herself under the table. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Fuck, that's so gross. Yeah, I was just like, okay, this is all good stuff. <laughs> I want to fucking be sick. Here's another one. What does nope. a vampire do when she gets lost in the desert? Wait for her period. <laughs> Damn it. All right. That's amazing stuff. That's amazing stuff. I'm wrapping the show. I'm, right. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, God. So we do. We want to hear, though, from you guys. If you know of a vampire, if you are, in fact, a vampire, we definitely want to hear. I'm going to read Bram Stoker right now. I'm going to go read this shit right now. I'm interested. I'm fascinated. And I want to know more. So I hope you guys have a great Friday, a great weekend. We will talk to you on Tuesday morning with the news. Peace out. (laughs) 